Hello, and welcome back to the Wishing You Well podcast, where we help you navigate your wellness journey each and every week. I'm Amy Albero. And I'm Catherine Van Eyck. And we love talking about wellness. And today on Wishing You Well, we're talking about an area of wellness that you know you might not even think about as part of wellness. It's time management. Many of us can relate to this. We might feel disorganized. We might be frequently late to things, delaying our to-do lists, and many more that have to do with time management. So Amy and I are going to be talking about why many of us have poor time management and ways to improve it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And before we do, we are going to you know check in. But wait, before we even do that, I need to say, Catherine, we have we have like a big milestone. Today is our 50th recording. Oh, I just got chills. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Congrats. Yay. Oh, that's so cool. Which is so funny. I have it like written down right there, but I wasn't thinking about. Mm-hmm. Whoa, we made it to 50. I feel like we just went to 50 some kind of exercise class and you like put up on a board somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> There's somewhere where we can write this. Well, I remember it's so funny because I remember us like if we just get to seven, like that will be a huge milestone. And yeah, here we are, all those whatever 50 minus seven is, 43 episodes, even after that. We've done seven Mm -hmm. babies. Mm -hmm. Babies. Yes. We are fully formed ish um, in our first year of life. What do you what do you feel like you've learned in doing 50 podcast episodes? A lot. I've been thinking a lot and I know like I've been saying it as we've been recording, but it's been so fascinating to me whenever we have guests to really think about the similarities and differences about wellness, which has been like very grounding, but I feel like I've learned so much about myself. Like I, you know, think I'm a pretty self-aware person, you know, we love self-awareness here, but I feel like, especially in talking with different guests where they have, they come from just different perspectives, like have such different lenses. It's really helped me to maybe like shine a light on things that I might not be looking at quite in that way. So I feel like I've learned a ton about myself and that I have a lot of work left to do. Um, That's been the biggest thing. (laughs) What about you? I I mean, I I totally agree about the our guests our guests just know so much about so much and i mean their their specialties have just been so rewarding to really dive into these things in detail because i feel like you and i both have an interest in all of these things and of of course that's why we're having them (laughs) having these kinds of guests on our podcast because we're like ah let's learn more about this but like we know very surface level Mm -hmm. info about many things whereas the people coming on are so, so knowledgeable about what it is that they know, whether it is about fitness or whether it is about rehabbing injuries or whether it's about prenatal fitness. Like it's just crazy that so, so many people can hold that kind of information. And it's, it's been a delight to find out. Yeah. It's so true. And I think the other thing with that is I feel like every episode, and like, again, there have been 50, we've always said like, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Like we could go so much deeper. And I think in a lot of ways, that's been really validating in terms of why we started this podcast is like, there is so much to know. There is so much to learn. It's kind of complicated. And, and yeah, every conversation we have are like, okay, that was just like a, like a, a slide over the surface here. Yeah. Yeah, which is why we'll just keep going. Yes. Here's <laughs> Can't to 50. Here's to 50 more. Yeah. Oh, cheers. I know. Oh, cheers. cheers. Yeah. <laughs> living, living, full and well, and well, well, life is put together. We feel it. Take care, care of ourselves. Okay. Now that, now that we did a little reflection on our time here together, we have to check in about self-care Actually, you go first because you have something really exciting that I know that you're going to (laughs) share. 
Is it exciting? That's part of your self-care. No. Well, okay. So some yeah. of us. <laughs> so Catherine knows this, but our listeners may not. My birthday is coming up very soon in the next couple of days. And I'm just not a birthday person. I don't like it. It's like feels so awkward. I don't like the attention. I just I don't I don't like gifts, like all of that stuff. And so typically when it comes to my birthday, like want to be like kind of like really fly under the radar. And my friends get really annoyed about this, which is very sweet of them. And so for like a couple of years, they've they always ask, like, Amy, can we like celebrate you this year? And for the last couple of years, been like, no, like thanks for the thanks for thinking of it, but like, no, I'm I'm good. And then this year, a friend reached out and she was like, your birthday is like in a couple weeks. Like, can we do something? And I said, yes. Um, and she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm celebrating my birthday with a couple of times, actually. I'm celebrating my birthday like a person that really enjoys their birthday <laughs> because I'm celebrating it with my friends Saturday, with my family on Sunday, with my husband on my actual birthday. And then we're doing like, I wanted an experience as like, what I actually wanted to do for my birthday. So we're doing that next weekend. Hang on, hang on. So you're going from, I hate my birthday. I don't want to celebrate to like multiple celebrations of your birthday. Yeah. Ick. I don't, don't want it. But I think, I I guess the reason that it's self-care is because I feel like, you know, one thing I really work on in my life and in my own therapy, and I was just talking to my friends about this is like taking up space is like really uncomfortable for me. And so like being able to take up some space in my life and in my friendships and like not feel like check myself when I feel like a burden that like, oh, people are going out of their way and like taking their time to like, you know, celebrate little me. Like, so all of that (laughs) feels uncomfortable, but I think I'm trying to let myself take up more, more space. And, and this is a very uncomfortable way for me to practice that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Thanks. I will, I will report, report back, but how about you? So kind of similar to your, you know, doing something uncomfortable self-care part of your birthday, which I just want to add that, like, I want you to enjoy your birthday. And I feel like everyone else wants you to enjoy your birthday because you deserve the spotlight sometimes and like you deserve the recognition and I just hope that you you know give give your birthday a big hug this year compared to other years I will try I will try thank you so I felt maybe this is why I so initially when you asked me I was like I don't remember (laughs) and I think that part of it as part of my self-care, which I have noticed the last couple of days, me feeling like a little scattered and a little more like distracted and like, and I think it was part of partially in planning for this episode. I, because we're talking about time management, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I am like super disorganized right now. (laughs) Like super, I am all over the place. I'm multitasking. I can't like focus. So I I think like my self-care really needs to be to do some mindfulness and to actually get grounded. And I don't know. I don't know what that might be yet. Maybe it's doing some walking meditations or maybe maybe it's just going to be walking without anything with me and just like letting myself be out there whatever i figure out that it is i know that it's not going to be like a one-time thing either that i'm going to have to like build it back into you know like a routine or like doing something because yeah i'm feeling like a little all over the place mm-hmm. okay so so finding ways to like build that mindfulness muscle back up. Yeah. So it's kind of a main course, Mm -hmm. but with some appetizer. So it's like, yeah, it's like when you order a lot of appetizers for your main course, that's what I'm going to do. You mentioned walking meditation and I know, you know, because I follow you on social media, I know you've done that. Can you just describe that for our listeners, for people that might not be aware of like what even that is or like how to get access to that? Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was on, um, I've been, I've been using insight timer actually out of a recommendation from another friend of mine who's in school to be a therapist. And, um, she, yeah, so she told me about insight timer and she posts about insight timer all the time. And I was like, okay, this is one, one meditation app I have not tried. And so I, I literally just typed in walking on there on that meditation app. And there have been these really great guided meditations where somebody's just walking you through your walk and like preparing you for it at first, maybe like taking a few deep breaths before you even take a step. And then as you take a step, you're paying attention to your heels hitting the ground and your toes hitting the ground. And then you're breathing with each step. And of course there are parts of the uh, parts of it that are um, about engaging your five senses. So there are parts where like I walk the same block every single day and there are parts of this block that I just started to notice because of a walking meditation. Like there's this weird branch that's hanging from this tree and I'm like, it's hanging on for dear life. And I had no idea, <laughs> I had no idea. And now I notice it every single time. Mm. So yeah, they're, they're just really, they've been really helpful for me to get into the moment and get into what it is that I'm out there to do, which is really just to clear my mind and to be present. And it's been great. Yeah, I love that. I've been meaning to try one. And I, I love Insight Timer too. And if if any of our, our listeners aren't familiar, like the thing that I think is really great about it is it has you check in with like how yes. you're feeling. And then it will kind of recommend things that could that could help. And just in the same way that we talk about self-care all the time, like let's think about like how you're doing and what you're needing and then readjust. So Insight Timer is like set up that way, which I love. Yeah. And then you kind of check out too. It's like, mm-hmm. are you still feeling this way? Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes I am and sometimes it's changed. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. Insight Timer, if you want to sponsor us, we're, you know, yeah. we'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we hope that you um, all are checking in with your self-care each and every week and each and every day, actually, just to continue to see, you know, how you're doing, how you're feeling, what you're needing. Um, that's really important on your wellness journey for sure. But now, I mean, t- an episode that's all about time management. We've we've, s- we've spent a lot of time um, checking in and catching up. <laughs> so it's about time that we get into our episode. Well, I just want to start by saying that when you and I were first planning this, and you and I were like, "Do you have any time management problems? Like, are you, is this a problem? Is this an issue for you?" Uh, I was really convinced that it's not (laughs) (laughs) until I started planning for this episode and until I had this, this morning where it's my husband's birthday and I really wanted to make him these, these little pastries that we had when we were on our honeymoon and I wanted to work out and I wanted to uh, probably like go for a walk or something And so I just like piled in all these things that I thought that I could do within a couple of hours. But one, I'd never made these pastries before. I had no idea how long this was going to take me. I do know how long it's going to take me to work out and how long it's going to take me to drive to the gym and drive back and shower and like all these things. I do know how long it takes me to do my regular walking route. But so instead of actually planning... I just ended up, you know, only making the pastries and only only getting that done and that barely got done. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well it's funny cuz I I was having this exact same realization. Yeah, I was like no time management issues. My anxiety got me covered. Like it keeps me on point. <laughs> And like, it does some of the time for the things that I am familiar with. And like, again, are part of a routine or I know how to do to your point, but the things that I maybe are are new to me or outside of my routine, or maybe things I just don't enjoy, or I'm not good at, I'm really bad at judging time. Sometimes I think things are going to like take me um, just a short amount of time, like my progress notes. I'm always like, ah, I can get those done in 15 minutes and like an hour and a half later. <laughs> still sitting there. Mm -hmm. And then there are other times that like, 
even my like nighttime skincare routine, I'm like, this is going to take forever. And it takes like five minutes. And so sometimes I'm just like a really poor judge of time. And I've been noticing that lately. Right. Yeah. So why did we think we were good at this? (laughs) I mean, you said your anxiety, maybe mine was anxiety too, but like, I I think I also think I was, I, I was confusing being organized and being like productive and getting, getting all the stuff done that needs to get done and with time management. Yes. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I think I, guess I, think, I can do yeah. one without the other. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like I'm, I'm always on time. If not early, I always get things done by a deadline. I like, I'm, I can be pretty efficient. Like my getting ready routine is real, like very quick and, and all of that stuff. But yeah, in the, in the actual details of it all, I'm probably running a lot more stressed than I actually need to be because my time management is poor. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's lesson number one, just because like we do check the box doesn't mean check the box in terms of productivity. doesn't mean that we have a freaking clue about time management. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, but we're going to tell you all about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we learned a lot. We learned a lot in preparation for this. So yeah. excited to share with you. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, so in in your kind of intro of this episode, you had said one of the reasons that we're talking about it is because it affects so many of us, apparently two more people than than we thought it did. But like, why else do you think it's important that we are even talking about time management? I mean, other than the fact that, yeah, that so many of us are affected because we're on a quest to fix it. (laughs) And now I'm going to keep saying quest as I did in the last episode instead of journey for some reason (laughs) as a, as a nod to Shrek. I, (laughs) I think, I think, uh, well, I mean, what, one reason that I'd really like to that that I really wanted to talk about this with you is because it really just connects back to some of the other some of some other episodes that we've had, some other parts about wellness that people aren't often thinking of as wellness, and like having having poor time management probably means that you're not being mindful. Um, probably means that your your like other aspects of your wellness are falling behind. Um, it probably means that you have a lot more going on. You're probably really stressed, um, like you were saying, and that's so it's all interconnected. So if we're not paying attention to and trying to to alleviate some of the these time management problems, then we're, we're missing, we're missing something when it comes to wellness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is great. And, and you, in even in the example that you used in terms of like, you know, baking something for your husband also meant that you couldn't engage in um, a workout and, or a walk. Those two things that I know for you are so integral to your overall, like, f- like feeling good and feeling well. Um, yeah. Like we do like, um, may have to make or feel like we need to make these trade-offs sometimes between like the different things on our to-do list. And maybe we don't, or, or maybe we could be a little bit more effective or efficient at managing our time so that we can, um, take better or different care of ourselves. And I think, you know, for me, and, and this is something that we've said a lot, um, through, through our 50 episodes is that, you know, time, and energy, like those are our two most valuable resources. And they also like, we don't have infinite time and there's only, there are literally only 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week. And so, and we have all of these kind of competing responsibilities and priorities. And so like, because we can't create more time, we can, we have to create more efficiency or more effectiveness in the way that we kind of like show up in our time. And, um, cause that's like really all we've got. That's the only like lever we can pull on. Wow. Yeah. I love, I love that. 
could not be more true. Unfortunately, we, we can't pull any tricks here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's what a lot of people think when they think of, you know, some every aspect of wellness. Like, there's got to be some secret, but like, there's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And and again, I, I, I hate to uh, spoil it for people or disappoint people, but like, time management doesn't just come from like getting a new planner or like, you know, having a cool like Google calendar layout. Like that is, that does not make for good time management by itself. And like you're saying, like it does run so much deeper than, than just like, I'm just going to write it down or um, I have this cool organizational tool. Like there are, are other things that get go into time management skills. Um, and that's because there are so many di- barriers that get in the way of us actually using our time. Well, there are so many reasons why it's hard for people to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes what makes it hard, uh, like another reason that it can get difficult is because people don't have clear goals. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not really setting priorities. They're not, um, like, like we've been saying, you know, they're not estimating their time correctly and they're just not evaluating the situation to the extent that they could be. And also, I mean, not to mention it also is a symptom of ADHD. Mm -hmm. Yes, for sure. Are you an empty nester or do you know one or two? This time in life is quite the shock to the system. Moms have just turned off a part of themselves that's been on for at least two decades, if not more. And many mothers at this point don't really know what's next for themselves. It makes a lot of sense when a huge focus of yours has all of a sudden disappeared, or at least looks a lot different than it had before. Because this can be such an off time, we've created a group for moms in just this position. Welcome to Embrace the Empty. I'm Christine Gigliotti, and I will be facilitating this group over Zoom on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. starting September 13th. Get all the details and sign up at the link in our show notes. Can you go back to what you said about not evaluating the situation fully? Yeah, I mean... So, so for instance, like my morning this, this morning, I was not looking at, I was, I was not looking at realistically, how long was this going to take? How long was that going to take? How long was this going to take? And can I actually fit these in here? It was just like, I was going to like do it all and fit it in and it's going to work and that'll be great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But had I done that, had I actually thought, well, Catherine, you've actually never made these weird pastries that one, you can't find anywhere here in this country to replicate. And you've never looked at this recipe before. You've just gotten the ingredients. And also you you missed some when you went to the store the other day. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't get enough ricotta cheese. Um, I made I made Anyway, so uh, I didn't look at the details. I didn't look at like even just the the mere reality of like, let me just make this one task because I because I don't know how long this is going to take. Let me just look at or let me let me just decide to do one thing here and if I have time to do anything else, great. If I don't. Or maybe I have five minutes to spare. Mm-hmm. Just maybe just chill out for those five minutes instead of trying to squeeze 800 things in to mm-hmm. a two hour time frame. So it's really like, it's really about looking at a, a set of, of tasks, a set of responsibilities and being real with yourself, being real with what you can handle, what you actually have time for. And what makes sense mm-hmm. and then going from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think gets in people's way of doing that? Do you think it's just like impulsivity and just like, just like kind of saying, yeah, not, not yes necessarily to a person, but yes to a number of things. And like, 
like, oh, I'll just figure it out later. Like, do you, do you think that's what happens? I think, I think it depends on the situation. Like for me, it's because I just have this fantasy of I can, I can do it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm just gonna, I do have this magic trick of, of getting it all done, but like, that's never the case. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's part of it. And I think a lack of understanding can be another part of it. And then also not, not really paying attention to what's important and what, what is necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and that was one thing I was thinking too, in a more general sense of, of not really understanding or knowing what's important, or maybe it's not as obvious what's, what's important um, in whether it's a task or in a number of tasks, like really getting, lost in maybe the big picture too much that you don't like step in through the details enough. That could be one aspect of it. But sometimes even we've talked about this on our um, values episode, like when there are so many priorities, it's really hard to figure out which one deserves your like um, more dedicated time and attention. And I think I had said on that episode, like when everything's important, nothing is important, meaning it's really hard to, you can't possibly kind of like focus, give your hundred percent focus on five different things. That's like not again, how math works. Um, And so it's, I think that also gets hard um, for people or gets in the way, creates different, more challenging time with time management is like when it's not really clear what's important. It sounds like today you made a call that these um, these pastries for your husband were like more important than your walk and your workout, um, and and so that's that's a call that you made in retrospect, right? Like once you're already in it, but that doesn't always happen, right? Like you know, right? Or had I done it in a different order, it would have totally gotten screwed up. It just so happened that I picked that one first, mm-hmm. and then the other ones just like poof didn't happen. But if I'd done the the work out first or I'd done the walk first. And then I would have been like, Oh my God, I actually don't have any time for this. That would have just thrown everything off in a different way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one just worked out in my favor a little bit. At least I got one of them done, but sometimes that doesn't happen. Right. 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 I mean, and and I think that brings me to a next thing that I was thinking about too. Like when there just are too many things to consider, um, it's like, it's almost like we don't slow down enough to like actually figure out like what, what we should consider kind of thing. Um, like there's too many, there's too many balls in the air kind of thing. I think that also just the the feeling of overwhelm of like, maybe it doesn't even show up as stress, but like that there's just a lot going on. There's so many things to think about that that can sometimes just cause us to continue to go through the motions rather than like slow down. And I think we see this a lot in general, like when there's a lot to do, like people just want to like power through and push through and go as fast as, as quote unquote fast as they can. They're most inefficient and least productive. And typically when there are a, a lot of things to consider, like what serves us best is to like actually like stop, pause, like reevaluate and then like proceed forward. Do you think there are other things that make it hard? Yeah, a couple. One is like, it's not just us that like wants our time, other people want our time. And so that can get really tough too, because we're not only dealing with maybe our own wants and needs, but but the others others too. And maybe they have different timelines and timeframes than, than we might have. And so if you're someone that struggles with boundaries or saying no and, 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 um, good time management that this can get really sticky. And I've definitely gotten myself into some jams. Again, I always get it done, but it's never pleasant when I've kind of overcommitted, um, to myself and to other people. And it sucks the entire time. Um, so I think that stands out as one. And, you know, the other is that kind of they go hand in hand, like life happens, like life is unpredictable as much as we want to plan and like get around things or get ahead of things. Like 
life doesn't care. Like things happen and we're not always necessarily like agile enough to kind of figure that out. And I think that leads me to the last one is that I was thinking of is that like, we are human. And, um, and so we do mess up and we're not robots. So like we constantly mismanage our time. And so like, there's so much human error that goes into like something that we're wanting to be like very regimented and programmatic and planful. We're just not great at it as humans. And so I think as we kind of go through our episode today, kind of trying to account for the fact that we are human and we do make mistakes and life does happen. um, And there is a lot going on. So like with all of those realities, we can't change any of those things, but like knowing that information, accepting that for what it is, how can we also like still be better at valuing our time and using our time? Yeah. Well, and, and one thing that you were saying just about being somebody that, that struggles with boundaries, I think that, um, that's a great example of if you're somebody like maybe you and I, who didn't realize that you were (laughs) struggling (laughs) with time management, look, look at that. Look at, are you somebody who struggles with boundaries? Are you somebody that gets easily distracted like I've been today. Um, are you somebody that is missing deadlines? Are you somebody that's always in a rush? Are you somebody that's that gets burned out really easily? Um, or or has has this high level of stress you're always working with? Um, are you somebody that is just taking on too much and too like too much that you can handle? Mm-hmm. These are these are things that you can look at to see like okay, well, why are some of these things happening? And maybe the answer is your time management. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that I love that you kind of um, described and characterized like how we might see this. Like maybe it's not as obvious as, um, as, as like poor time management. Yeah, it does. These are like kind of the consequences maybe of poor time management, like you're saying. Exactly. Um, and these things do Im- can impact our life, our while being our relationships, like I definitely have a chronically late friend and it is annoying. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, and so how yeah. late, how late is annoying asking for a friend? Are you, a, are you a chronically late person? I, well, I I think chronic is a hard thing to say because, you know, like, I, <laughs> that means yes. like, I showed up early a couple of times to things that I've been with you. (laughs) (laughs) But when I show up early to things, I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've also made clear. Uh, Yeah. So how late is annoyingly late? I think it depends. Like uh, when it, when it's something that can be predicted, like, like I, my, again, chronically late friend, like we never, we don't even expect her anymore before like, 30 minutes or sometimes 40 minutes until after like we're supposed to be there. Like that's annoying. Like, I mean, we've accepted it, but it's all a lot. It's a lot. And, and I think what makes it annoying is like, there's never any acknowledgement of um, I'm running late or so sorry or anything. So I think that's what also, you know, adds to an annoying factor. It's like, you know, just own it. Are you that person? No, no, I feel a little better because I I do apologize and I do feel really bad when I'm late Mm -hmm. and I'm never 30 or 40 minutes late unless it's a family function and Van Eyck's are just known for being an hour late to things. So when I show up on time or like 15 minutes late, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm early because I know they're actually not coming until you know, noon when somebody said come come at 11. Wait, but can I ask you why, why do you often run late? Like what gets in the way? Because you- of time management, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that putting on makeup or like showering, blow drying my hair, doing all of those things takes like five minutes when it takes like an hour. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so your, your estimation of time is, you know, not great. It's the it's the fantasy thought. It's the well, I can just sit here for five more minutes because, like, I can just do that thing a little quicker than I did it last time, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't account for traffic. I don't account for 
mm-hmm. outside environmental things that could make things worse. Mm-hmm. So, see, I'm the, fantasy. I'm the opposite of you. This is again where my anxiety is a double-edged sword because I'm I so don't want to be late. So all of the like pre-planning that I do, like, okay, so I have to be somewhere in like two hours from now, like today. And so do you know how many times I've checked Google Maps to see what time I should leave in order to get there five minutes early? Like that takes a lot of time. Um, And like, you know, I've like prepped, like my stuff is waiting by the door for me to leave and, and like to do all of that, like, but for what I'm like packing for, for a 20 minute car ride. Like I don't need to do all of that. Um, so that again has taken up other time in my day. Um, yeah. So I like pay for it so, on the front end, not the back end, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, no. So then I I've been in the situation where I get to the okay so i've done everything and i actually don't need to leave until you know like 15 minutes from now so what do i do oh i just go and then i wait there oh wow (laughs) it's not often that we are divergent but you know here we are (laughs) so Let's get back to <laughs> also asking for myself and also going to tell myself and have you enlighten me with your thoughts. How do we how do we improve this? How yeah. do we work on our diet? Yes, yes. I, we we both we both uh, need some need some reminders here. But there are ways. Like, and I think I think the good thing about time management is that it's time management skills. So there are things that you can do and things that you can practice in order to be better at it, which is always fun when that's the case. Like it's, this is like one of those situations where I feel like we don't need to answer with it depends. Like there are actually (laughs) things that people can do. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not necessarily, you know, getting deeper with your therapist in your next session. This is like, these are like things that you can just like implement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still talk to your therapist about it, you know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So what about, I mean, so what is like one of those in terms of a skill or a thing that someone can do? So, so, I mean, we've talking about, we've talked about doing and like how so much of this has to do with responsibilities we have and like, tasks we're trying to get done. And one thing that people try to do, like, especially like the people that are like trying to go from like, I can't get anything done to let me just like try to get stuff done. Like we'll start making to-do lists and I'm a big to-do list person. So I get that. However, to-do lists can only help to an extent Mm -hmm. because sometimes that list just grows. Sometimes it's just never ending. And it's not necessarily ranked. It's just like, I got to do this, 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 and this. So switching that from a to-do list to a priority list already puts you into this, uh, puts you into this other mindset of like, what's important, mm-hmm. what's urgent, what, what actually needs to get done, what, what can wait. And it gives you more of a platform to work off of Mm -hmm. than a straight, you know, checklist. This is like, you've actually given the thought to, oh, uh, me getting this, this pastry done is like the most important thing because this is my husband's birthday and that doesn't happen every single day. That happens once a year. So maybe I should put that at the top of the list today over making sure that I, you know, walk 10,000 steps today. Like who cares today? It's not important and it's not urgent. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't need to go onto this priority list or it doesn't need to go to the top of this priority list. So that's one thing that I've, I've found to be really helpful. Mm-hmm. Obviously didn't do that today, but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds like, again, subconsciously you did, but maybe it wasn't like super active. Like there was a reason that you chose the like 
the thing for your husband's birthday over the walk and um and the workout like and and it's probably because of those like this is one day a year i can i can walk later i can exercise another day all of that stuff um and so i imagine that was in there but maybe not like totally top of mind right and it wasn't like it wasn't yeah exactly it wasn't like a conscious like thing that i was writing down thing that i was actually like putting out there it was just like well let me just do this thing right mm-hmm. now and we'll see mm-hmm. um right. but this this priority list over a to-do list is more intentional it's more that there's much more thought and, and effort that goes into it than just mm-hmm. thinking about it or just writing down a bunch of things mm-hmm. do you do you have a a thought about how many things should be on that priority list uh i don't do you i was gonna say like no more than five like it depends i guess how big they I are was gonna say- yeah three to five i think is a good place to start for sure and and if you want to start with a to-do list and then like what i often do is i write everything that i need to do Mm -hmm. and then i like circle or bold or color code the those three or Mm -hmm. five things Mm -hmm. um to really make them stand out or write those on a separate piece of paper or note in my phone so that that is what's in front of you over mm-hmm. the you know list of never ending things. Yes, yeah. And and what I'll add on to that, um, I was going to say something else, but what you just said made me think of this one. I, what I like to do, especially when there's a lot, and I'm actually feeling very overwhelmed by what by the things on my to do list slash priority list is actually right next to each one how how much time I think they're going to take. Um, and that, that is helpful, really helpful to me. And, and so like baking the, what was it? Scones. They're like these weird cheese, Greek cheese pastry things. Okay. So, (laughs) so I don't know, like, again, my, my like more anxious mind would like increase the time that the recipe says, cause it's, you know, not my first time, you know, and, and just trying to like actually see my day in in time increments is really helpful for me and helps me plan but as we said we can be really really bad at um like knowing how much time something takes and this might be beyond for some people but especially when it's things i don't feel like doing i actually time myself like i said my my nighttime skin routine i always anticipate it's going to take me 30 minutes i don't know why it takes me like less than three minutes to do and so sometimes i like i i've timed myself to know that so that that's motivation for me to do it because it only takes three minutes but um but if there are like things that you typically do and you want to learn a little bit more about how your time is spent then maybe set, set some timers like you know, on your iPhone, you can like set a little timer and just see like, actually, how long does it actually take for me to, you know, put my sneakers on, grab my keys, go for a walk, come back, drink some, like how much actual time does that take? It's more than the 30 minutes you're walking. That's for sure. It's probably more like 45 front to back. Um, And so like really trying to get familiar and grow more aware awareness of how much time the things that you typically do actually take. Is that crazy? No, why was that crazy? <laughs> I mean, it, it reminds me of the time audit that you did mm-hmm. for yourself mm-hmm. all these months ago. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know if everyone everyone heard that episode, but I think that would be really cool for you to share. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, similarly, I was feeling like very overwhelmed and was feeling like I don't know where all my time is going. And uh, I feel felt like I had no time. My time did not belong to me, all of that stuff. And so what I started to do was literally write down um, from the minute I woke up until I went to bed, like where I was spending my time. And even if that was like 6.01 to 6.05, you know, drink drinking water, but like the commute time, the time answering emails, who I was emailing a lot um, and like trying to be detailed to kind of get a sense of, again, where my time was going and and how much, how much of my time was being spent on certain tasks to get, to get me a, a little bit more awareness. But also I, I really wanted to check my, my belief, which is the next thing I'll talk about. I wanted to check my belief of 
I have so much to do and there's not enough time. I felt like I need to investigate that a little bit more. I don't know if that's accurate. And so having the actual data for me to like check that belief was very, very helpful. But that would be the another thing I would suggest people do in terms of time management is to really, if a lot of it is about mindset, maybe that's something you talk to your therapist about, but like a lot of it is about mindset and the way you are thinking about your time or your tasks. And so if you're going into it thinking, you know, oh, there's so much to do. I'm never going to get it done. There's not enough hours in the day. Like that is already as an overwhelming, defeating mindset to go into things. And that's not going to be helpful. Um, similarly, if you are someone not at all to call you out, Catherine, but like as a chronically late person, sometimes people just wear that as their identity is like, yeah, I'm just late, you know, and that's just, yeah, that's just who I am. And, you know, maybe, but that doesn't have to be. And so also checking the way that you, you identify and the ways that you assign different characteristics to yourself. Those also inform our behavior and how we show up. And so mindset is really a huge thing with time management. Another one that I want to talk about is what I said before around maybe you're somebody who takes on too much or does more than maybe you actually have to be doing. So delegate, starting to delegate your your to-dos, your responsibilities can be really helpful. This is something that that has certainly helped me over time uh, in in the marketing realm of of my work. And when you when you live in a world where you think like I'm the only one that can do this, or or like somebody's not going to do this right, um, somebody's not going to do this exactly like me, then you are just going to overload yourself and overload yourself and continue to pile it all on. And then of course you're not going to you know, time for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so making sure that you're actually trying to give up, give away some of those responsibilities. And maybe that's step-by-step step starting to, starting to work that muscle of letting go, letting go of control and letting go of, of what you are, expecting from somebody letting go of some some standards and then also uh letting go of I, I guess this goes along with with control but like letting go of that satisfaction that you get of like well like i did it i did it and it, like mm-hmm. i did it all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um because like nobody's giving you that trophy <laughs> nobody's uh nobody really really cares if you uh you get it all done as long as it gets done and it works then great uh so i think there's there's a lot more to that one and yeah probably one you could dig into with with somebody or (laughs) or with with uh with your therapist um but yes definitely starting to delegate yeah that's huge 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 and and again like it goes back to like mindset too like you don't like i have to do everything like you you don't um, and I'm speaking to myself, you don't. Um, and there is a lot of ego that is often like in the room um, when when that is part of your mantra or mindset. So yeah, so you don't have to do it all. And so, you know, don't. <laughs> and uh, but you you just mentioned, you know, building a muscle around delegating. Um, speaking of building a muscle, something that you re- referenced before is that, um, building your focus and ability to focus and limit distractions is incredibly important with time management. So mindfulness is inc- it, like such a great skill. Listen to our mindfulness episode about, you know, to learn more about that. But mindfulness is actually a way to improve your focus so that you can stay on one task at a time. You are much more efficient, much more productive when you are actually focused in on something rather than distracted and um, your your focus is split. You're multitasking. So focus, focus, focus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been proven that we do not do well with with multitasking. We don't do well with with being in a thousand places at once. We do our best when we can focus. Mm-hmm. And if that's if that's the the person that you feel like you are, the person that it, that really wants to 
succeed and really wants to like accomplish something that can be really difficult to hear mm-hmm. and it can sound counterintuitive, but it's not. And, and it's just been like shown t- time and time again that we, we are meant to be doing one, one thing at a time. Yes. Yeah. Throw that do not disturb, you know, notification on your, on your phone and just, you know, just do it. Don't, don't want to, you know, sound like Nike, but like really just get your head down in something and um, zero in on it. it. It will be much more efficient that way. Right. And that's also another one is just like limiting distractions. I mean, mm-hmm. you're somebody that's getting distracted easily. Um, making sure that those notifications are off. You're, you're working on your computer turn iMessage off so that the messages aren't just like constantly popping up at the top. So you can, you can really hone in on one thing. I mean, our phones are the worst thing for making us do one thing at a time, (laughs) but there are some really cool tools that I think um, we talked about in our episode with Cassie, where she told us about these really cool features on your phone that I had no idea you could even do. Yeah. So go check that out. Yes. And the last one I have is self-care. Um, self-care is really, really important um, in order to maintain good time management skills, to manage the overwhelm that you might be experiencing when there is a lot to do, to have an ability to like have a clearer mindset, like to be able to access all these things that Catherine and I were just talking about. It really starts with making sure you are like actually taking good care of yourself, like actually enjoying your life. You are not a machine. You're not meant to function like one. And so like also being mindful, like to unplug and and like step back from productivity in order to be more, more productive later. Like you need to recharge in order to be kind of like back on your game. So self-care is, is key. Great one, which is also a great one to end with. We started with self-care and we are ending with self-care. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So that's just another reminder to check in with your, your self-care and, um, and, and give yourself what you need today and every day. And yeah, we thank you for, for listening, for following along. Let us know if we missed anything in terms of why, why time management is tough or what things you do to help you with your time management. As we said, Catherine and I are still learning about it. So we'd love to learn from you and to share that with our listeners. Um, please make sure you are rating, reviewing, subscribing, that you are sharing our episodes with friends. All of these things really help to have us get a better understanding of what you want to know more about and um, also helps broaden our audience. So thank you in advance for that. Also make sure you are checking out and subscribing to our YouTube channel, Revive Center for Wellness, where we have weekly episodes of our bonus podcast, Reactivity TV, as well as so much other awesome wellness content. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at Revive CFW with Catherine at Catherine Van Eyck, me at Amy Albero LCSW. Check out our website, revivecfw.com and send us emails to wishing you well at revivecfw.com. Until next time, we are wishing you well.